this is where you come to hear tales of loss, redemption, salvation, perspectives, epiphanies, and self-evolution. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the glory in our stories. This episode usually premieres on every other Saturday morning, so I'm not sure exactly when you'll be listening to this, but if you are taking time out of your day to listen, I highly appreciate it. Uh, This podcast has been in circulation for the last two, going on three years. Um, We're just now making it into the mid-70s soon we'll be in the 80s the 90s and once we reach 100 uh, we'll see where we go from there again this is something that god placed on my heart as far as uh, giving people the opportunity opportunity and platform to share their stories um, and, and to share their experiences so that we realize just how much we have in common um, how much we differ uh, but most importantly, um, reminding each and of each and every one of us that our stories matter, whether it's five minutes, 20 or 40. So um, I wanted to do something different. I like throwing in like I call a monkey wrench or a curveball every few episodes, you know, just to shake things up a little bit. If you haven't if you don't follow me on on social media, if you haven't heard already, I recently published my first chapbook, uh, Resignation. Uh, it came out, I think, about two weeks ago. Uh, finally took the time to publish it. It's been something I've been sitting on for about a decade. Um, I started writing it in college, um, put it off for a while, you know, trying to wait for that perfect moment before I, I released it into the world. And then I was reminded that there's never a perfect time. There never will be. And one thing that we all assume we have a lot of is time and we don't. I mean, in the next month, I'm going to be getting married and um, on February 17th, we'll actually mark uh, our um, engagement anniversary of two years. So, um, yeah, I proposed to to my fiance two years ago come Monday it was uh, black the Black Panthers um, opening weekend in the box office. One of the greatest movies I ever seen, not just um, from a Marvel universe, uh, but just in general. It just has so much in it. And while I was watching it, I was thinking to myself how relatable, you know, T'Challa's journey was in reference to me and what I was about to step into. So. Uh, but going back to the book, um, this book 
it's titled resignation um, uh, simply because I wanted to resign from trying to control my life trying to <laughs> tell God what I wanted opposed to listening to him and what he desired for me so I wanted to rid myself of that so I, I titled it resignation um, and ever since then I've been deciding to stop running from him and running from my call and in my purpose time for me to fully pursue it because I really do not have time to sit on what God gave me so if you want go ahead and check out the book you can order it online at lulu.com that's l-u-l-u.com it's an online publishing service you can order your book guaranteed to get it in a week I ordered copies um, to sell and um, I got it in a week very quickly um, I think it was about five days um, it was at my doorstep so um, there will be a book signing and book release on February 22nd at the Eubora Cafe uh, downtown Augusta Georgia uh, from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. there will be a few guest speakers uh, local poets that I admire a um, few poets who actually have work published as well um, poets that I've um, had the opportunity to read with grow with and we also have an open mic session um, I have books to sell on site I think I only have 13 copies um, I can sign them and you can purchase them on at that moment we're also uh, giving away a book um, for rap for a raffle a raffle giveaway so um, show up for that come out for that if you're interested well I love to see you um, I love to meet you shake hands with you hug you listen whatever it takes <laughs> to, uh, to meet you um, if I just come uh, yeah so come on out it's gonna be uh, pretty awesome I'm really excited about it um, honestly I was just gonna release it you know make a Facebook post uh, but my fiance was like I'm not gonna let you go out like that so I was like yo that's what's up so the title of today's episode is something that I thought about I think it was yesterday or the day before yesterday and I was like hmm this would be a, a good idea I wanted to take a creative approach and like I said do something different uh, the name of this podcast episode is The Crook Book. That is C-R-O-O-K, The Crook Book. Uh, the reason why I entitled that is because um, not, almost, not only am I a, an, a, a writer, a poet, um, I also enjoy recording music, uh, primarily hip-hop. been a hip-hop fan since as long as I can remember. Well, I've, I've loved hip-hop for a while, but it wasn't until I was introduced to other artists where I was like, man, um, I think I want to dissect this a little bit more. So, you know, I, I got into the, the Lupe Fiasco, the Common, the, um, you know, the Talib, Talib Kweli, the Most Def, you know, the Roots, you know, this, and then later J. Cole and um, Kendrick Lamar and then Lecrae and Endominio. You know, I was getting really getting into these guys, and uh, and recently, uh, belief I think it's B E L E A F. Uh, this dude came, <clears throat> this dude came out like a couple of years ago, and then 
really love his style and like show Baraka, you know, you know, these, these cats knew how to, um, Oh, and Eminem, you know, these, uh, consider them like scientists of hip hop. They broke it down and they use their words strategically. And I just, I loved it. So the reason why this is entitled the crook book is because uh, number one, I'm not a producer, you know, I don't produce tracks or anything. Um, I play around a little bit on GarageBand, put something together, and then I release it out. Uh, this is something that I strictly do for fun. Um, if I was in a position to try to sell this, my music, you know, this would be a, a different monster for me. But I've always enjoyed it. I used to rap with my cousins, used to write my stuff, and then we'd just go at it. Um, but now that I'm older, you know, the material and the content is different and more close to heart. Um, and intertwine with what I would call, you know, bib uh, Bible, biblical th theology, um, uh, biblical references, and basically guiding my listeners um, to God and, you know, my relationship with him and the relationships we all have with him individually, um, but leading back to him. You know, that's the ultimate goal. Um, my, my goal is not to force feed God into people's mouths because I know a lot of people think about God as in Christianity they think about religion um, but I honestly wanted to break that stereotype and address God as somebody that's as a parent as a father figure or a mother figure or best friend somebody that has always been consistent in my life and has always seen loved me despite the worst and the best of what I've done so yeah so, um, but yeah, it's, this episode is entitled The Crook Book. I wanted to break down a few songs um, that I wrote and that I recorded and put together and basically discuss the meaning and the story behind them. So if you're down for the ride, I'm going to take you along. Uh, first song that I did, um, for those of you who are interest, interested, I do have uh, mixtapes and playlists available at noisetrade.com um, just to give you a list of the actual um, EPs um, that I have um, I have two it was this born out of this born series b-o-r-n that I started I haven't created the third installment yet but it is coming it's just you know life is happening and I needed to get this book out, so I had to redirect my focus. Um, the first Born album was uh, Born, the EP, came out in 2018. Uh, from looking, just has six songs, including the intro. Uh, the second one is Born Part Two, uh, that came out in 2018 as well. Uh, and I have some other playlists. Um, one titled Heart Pain. And the Pursuit of Hope, Volume 1, uh, Love, God, and the Pursuit of Joy, Volume 1, and Man, Legacy, and the Pursuit of Purpose, Volume 1. Um, another one, small uh, playlist called A Little Help. Um, and that's it. And about probably a couple of singles that I put on there. And um, But check them out when you can. I just, my music is an extension of my poetry and who I am is just a, a, another avenue to express myself you know my thought patterns or any of my experiences so uh, I hope you enjoy them I hope they encourage you in any form or fashion 
but yeah, let me go ahead and jump right into this. The first song I'm just and I'm gonna sample, and when I mean sample, I mean I play maybe 30 seconds of of each song. I'm actually gonna be doing a couple of songs, like I stated before, and just basically explain the meaning behind them. Uh, the first song is entitled I titled it MVP. Um, it's a song I did recently. The um, the actual track on that I use is from Christina Aguilera's song back in the day from her album Back to the Basics and it came out in 2006. Uh, this track was actually produced by DJ Premier. Uh, the cat is a legend when it comes to uh, sampling sounds and creating hip hop tracks. Um, but yeah, uh, this song um, was um, very inspiring. The reason why I wrote this song, of course, was you know to to pay homage and respect to the late great, awesome uh, Kobe Bryant, aka the Black Mamba. It's amazing. Yo. It's amazing. Honor Kobe through poetry, I'll be glad to And remind you life is short, trust me I had to Before I start, let me recognize the facts Back in the day, when on his back he only had a single digit Pivot in the paint, fade away, got him Call him queen, not king, because he used to rock him Luga Freddie Mercury to get the joke Every all-star game, he was bound to get the vote A young kid from Philadelphia with hoop dreams Grew up to reign as MVP playing for one team Collected rings and injuries, but never lost his focus Became a dad of girls, he's almost You know, my condolences to the uh, Bryants you know Vanessa and the rest of her girls uh, and the other remaining passengers on the on the helicopter including the the pilot um, which probably a lot of people were getting upset with you know because you know it, we all think you know it could have been prevented uh, but God has his way of timing and um, God operates outside of man's time and he makes decisions and allow things to happen that we do not fully understand and we never will um, but this this hurt it hurt a lot. I remember um, I was actually putting my um, chat book together when I got the phone call from my sister saying, "Hey, um, is this fake news?" I'm like, "What are you talking about?" And I started looking up the information, and then all the sources started popping up. You know, the first one was TMZ, so I couldn't trust it. But after that, I was like, "Man, this is real." So um, I wanted to write something. You know, to show my small appreciation, um, I was actually inspired by Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne came out, uh, made a song about Kobe Bryant. It was pretty dope. Um, this this actual instrumental that I found, um, I love it. Like it's one of my favorite tracks on her album, Back to the Basics. That whole album is dope, by the way. Um, but <clears throat> this was one of those tracks. I was like, man, I love this. Um, it, but uh, you know, due to copyrights. I was only able to find uh, the actual track that was like a minute or something long. Um, but yeah, um, I wrote it because I just wanted to say, hey, thank you, know, thank you, Kobe, for being an inspiration. Thank you for inspiring not just me and other athletes, but people in general, men and women. Um, thank you for just being um, a voice, just being a mentor, you know, just simply by being you. And being a mentor to me at this point, you know, now that I'm about to be a husband and, po and possibly and hopefully a father in the future. So, but yeah, I wrote this song uh, simply to 
commemorate him. And um, one of the things that I actually said in the uh, in the song, like um, let's see, a few bars is it says a, a young kid from Philadelphia with hope dreams grew up to reign as MVP playing for one team collected rings and injuries but never lost his focus became a dad of girls he's almost as tall as his oldest and then the coldest player in the game that's why he's reptile ice circulating in his veins but watch him catch fire against the Raptors in 2006 hell of a show the haters argue that he never let the ball go so if you think about it, you know, for a while, you know, Kobe, <laughs> he was when he was wearing the number eight, Kobe wasn't passing the ball. And later, Kobe was, you know, hitting all these points and racking up. And but the Lakers were losing. Um, and I later learned that there was a reason behind that. And, um, you know, we all have our way of living life and doing certain things. And that was just, a, a, I think, a dry season for the Lakers. But. But yeah, his uh, his oldest—I think his oldest daughter—is into volleyball. And if you've ever seen like the latest pictures of them, she's almost as tall as her dad. Uh, so I just like throwing hints, you know, small things in there, um, in reference to uh, Kobe and his life and who he is. So, um, I really enjoyed this track. Um, I like most of the time I create tracks that don't have hooks. Um, it's not because I was being lazy. Um, it's because I try to, most of the time, I just try to focus on lyricism. Um, I do define myself as a lyricist. Um, that's 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 what I try to put my, my energy into. It's all about the words and what's being said. Um, I learned years ago that, you know, as a writer, I do have to be um, aware of what I say and how I say it. I do believe and preaching God's truth. Um, but I also believe in, you know, figuring out the language of the people and how to relay uh, concepts not, that are not only understand, easy to understand or comprehend, but that are uh, inviting, you know. I don't, I don't want it to come off as a, as a sharp dagger, but as a butter knife, like spreading something um, until it becomes thin and it evens out on all sides on a piece of t piece of toast. So um, that's the way I, I try to use my approach when it comes to expressing my faith in God. And um, the uh, MVP uh, was just the tribute, last minute tribute that I wrote and did. And I forgot where I was. I think I was at work when I was writing it, and I just went in and just like, yo, this is this is how I feel. And honestly, when stuff like this happens, that's what we do. We regurgitate exactly what's on our minds and in our hearts and no filter. Just let it out. And that's basically what that represented. Um, the next track um, is uh, Put Your Chucks On. It's P-U-T-C-H-A-C-H-U-C-K-S on. Um, <clears throat> this was inspired. And actually, this the track of this song is... Uh, Jennifer Lopez, a.k.a. J-Lo's uh, single, Medicine, that came out last year. Um, and um, it has several producers. 
But when the J Lo has a history of having some really dope instrumentals, man. Like if you go back through her history, her her albums, they she had a she got a bad producer, like bad. And this track was just reminiscent of just hip hop to me, like at its finest. So when I heard this track, I was like, man. I wish I could rap. They say you dress to the nines, but you a couple of teens. You going out with me tonight, not a couple of friends. Before you grab your phone with just a small charge on it, go and get the black box with the star on it. What's it gonna be? Flats or your sneakers? Oh, yeah. I know you're simple, ain't a fan of all the features. Casual, no dress, no tux on. So yeah, baby, go ahead and put your chucks on. Put your chucks on. Put your chucks on. Yeah, baby, go ahead and put your chucks on. Put your chucks on. Put your chucks on. Yeah, baby, go ahead and put your chucks on. The red ones, yeah. The white ones, yeah. The black ones, yeah. The right ones, brown leather or the navy blue cloth. Different colors so sick, make the haters wanna cough. <laughs> I like wearing no socks in the summer. Different styles got me at the shoe shops in the summer. Word. I probably get a new pair every season. Bump it, I just might go cop a pair for no reason. Oh, yeah. I like My sister sent me a link to uh, the uh, Chuck Taylor's website, and for some reason, for a couple of days at this time. They were selling Chuck Taylors at a discount price, almost like 50 percent off, literally. So she racked up on some um, some Chuck Taylors and then she asked me and she told me about it. And I was like, man, CJ, you need to get a pair. So I bought a pair. And if you've been wearing any Chuck Taylors lately or even even any any Vans, uh, pairs of Vans, you notice that the insole in the shoes are a lot more comfortable than they used to be. Um, and these shoes are like the most comfortable shoes I've ever worn in my life. But the, it was some black shoes, um, white bottoms, traditional black, low top. Uh, but the very bottom of the shoe is yellow. Uh, but on the side, it says in black, I stand for, and it has a line where you can write anything in there. You know, like I stand for justice. I stand for peace. Um, and I, for a while, I was like, what can I write in there? And I said, I stand for love um, because I think love is all encompassing. So um, but this song, I just wanted to celebrate, you know, my appreciation, not just for sneakers, but for Converse. You know, I'm a sneakerhead to collect, keeps them clean, box them away in the room and you pull them out for special occasions. Um, but when I I usually pull those out. You know, with my black jeans or my black uh, skinny jeans um, and just where I'm actually going to wear them on uh, the day of the release, book release. Um, I actually have a Luke Cage um, snapback cap and it says Hero for Hire. I picked it up at Spencer's and I was like, yo, this is dope. And I actually picked it up around the time I was watching Luke Cage on uh, Netflix uh, which I think is an underrated show because it speaks on a lot of things in the black community that we need to address. Um, but yeah, the song is called Put Your Chucks On. It's one of my favorites. I uh, really enjoyed it. It's a fun song. And I actually have a, a chorus to that. And I uh, put it together. And it actually reminds me of a track by Will Smith, like something Will Smith would write. And I didn't really notice it until I heard the chorus. So once you hear it, uh, you were like, wow. You know, in a sense, you can see the parallelism. Not this, I'm not saying that I'm as great as Will Smith or anything like that or better 
it just reminded me like Smith Smith likes to create fun tracks and um and oh if you haven't heard his most recent freestyle that he did uh, I think it was last year I think he's I think he's putting music together he said he's in this and he's in this creative space again the space he was in when he was producing music before he became you know the Will Smith that we know about uh, but he just went off and he killed it man um like I'll, I'll read something off this let's see uh okay like this one stander says i like wearing no socks in the summer different styles got me at the shoe shops in the summer i probably get a new pair every season bump it i just might go cop a pair for no reason i like vans too but i prefer the converse if you are sneakerhead it's so easy to converse about our preferences and why we ain't budging i bet we communicate like we both cousins so um you know just simple simple track um simple writing for me and yeah just showing my appreciation for them like i'm also, I also like vans too um but usually people who are sneakerheads and who like converse you wear them you wear them year round you can wear them with anything you can wear them with jeans slacks shorts uh what have you so uh jog you know jogging pants whatever and chucks i think chucks are the only pair of shoes that can be dirty and still be classy like you can you can wear a brand new brand new attire and you can just put on some dirty chucks and it still look fly because it just has this vintage look to it um and i think you can only pull that off with chucks um i think vans depending like now vans are becoming a lot more popular they've always been they've they have always been popular but people are buying vans like they're buying chucks so Vans, you got to keep probably uh, more clean um, than, uh, I don't know. I think if you're the, you know, a skateboard fanatic or somebody that likes being outdoors, you know, you know, getting scuffs on your on your vans probably wouldn't bother you as much because they're vans. They're still not going to lose value because they're dirty. Uh, but that's how I felt about Chuck Taylors. And um, I love them. I love them. I, I had a pair of red ones once, but they were nine and a half. So, you know, when you buy Chuck's. You have to buy a size down. So if you wear 11, you got to wear a 10. If you wear a 12, you got to wear 11. Um, I buy 10s because they fit perfectly, even with socks on. Um, I <laughs> went to a consignment store, found some red ones um, with the new insulated soles that are very comfortable. Um, and I like to wear mine short, um, my low tops without socks, especially in the summer because they feel very comfortable. Um, I bought some red ones that were nine and a half. They fit kind of snug, and I had to give them away. That was my favorite pair, which I actually mentioned in the song. Uh, but, but yeah, I just wanted to, you know, do some fun, create a song that reflected that. And of course, that track "Medicine" by J Lo that was sick. Um, it's like reminiscent of you know Jenny on the Jenny from the block. I think it was from the late '80s, early 2000s when that song came out. And that was just a, a dope track um, to, uh, to to rap to. Um, I'm going to go on to the next one. Um, this one is, this one is titled Where You At. It's actually, the, the instrumental is from J. Cole's Wet Dreams um, from 2014 Forest Hills Drive that came out purposely in 2014. If you haven't heard this album, this album is sick. J. Cole is one of the 
most talented lyricists I've ever heard. I mean, when this man, the warm up, um, man, now I think it's a natural born center. Um, he's, he's just, I love him. I love him, man. He just has a, a nice flow. And I even love his, his feature that he did with, uh, no sleep, did on no sleep with Janet Jackson. That's one of my favorite features from him. It's just so smooth. So smooth. These pharmaceuticals are murderers, making the killing. If you need an alternative route, I navigate. Your vice is visible, but still, I can't discriminate. On a scale from one to ten, where you at? Looks like you can use a friend, where you at? I know it feels like it's the end, where you at? But this is where it all begins, where you at? On a scale from one to ten, where you at? Looks like you can use a friend, where you at? I know it feels like it's the end, where you at? But this is where it all began, where you at? Time's ticking, ain't nobody waiting for you If somebody else is free to provide services that you have mastered at a cheaper rate I wrote this song about a couple of months ago The reason being was um, It was during a time of my life where I, I, I found out that I needed more men in my life To bounce ideas off of, to share experiences with Because this journey in manhood is not the easiest and I can't do this alone. A lot of us men have gotten into the routine of not including each other um, because we are afraid that we become vulnerable. Now, if you go all the way back to biblical time, back when Jesus was collecting disciples, Jesus surrounded himself with 12 men that he was held, holding responsible for spreading the gospel once he left. And these weren't just 12 perfect men. They were about as they were perfectly imperfect I think two of the men um, he described as uh, brothers of thunder of something like they were rowdy. They were a rowdy bunch um, because one of them was Judas who later betrayed him. I mean, he and he knew that he knew that, but he was comfortable surrounding himself with men who were malleable men who were um, who were like who were going to be sponges to soak up everything he had to teach. And for me, I've come across a lot of men who have different experiences, who have experienced, who the same age as me, experienced more things in life than I have. They have hit certain milestones that I've come to that I haven't approached yet. And it's it's good to get feedback from them. So um, but I was coming across a lot of men who was in depressive states, but they weren't opening themselves up. And I felt I felt guilty of that as well. I am guilty of that as well just not reaching out um and i think that it's very important that we stay in contact you know constantly um because we're going to need each other for words of encouragement you know we're going to need each other to give you know to receive and give advice on something that we may be having a really hard time with and having other men in your life does help so um the chorus to this song uh which you will hear is um is uh, where you at and what i'm doing is i'm asking a question as uh as well as asking a question as well as um making a statement and i wanted to do that on purpose and the reason being is because sometimes our answer 
is within our question and um, you will get that a lot as you not only read God's word but read into anything like you ask this question like wow that there's the answer um, but the scale uh, but the chorus is on a scale from one to ten and then I say where you at looks like you can use a friend where you at I know it feels like it's the end where you at but this is where it all begins where you at so like when I say when I ask on a scale from one to ten I'm asking you as you know from male to male, man to man where where are you on the scale from one to ten and then I'm also saying looks like you can use a friend where you at as in wherever you are in your life that's when you need a friend and then I said I know it feels like it's the end wherever you are which is why I say where you at and then but this is where it all begins and um basically saying it's not too late to change it's not too late to start over it's not too late to ask for help you know it's not too late to come out of the darkness so that's the reason why I wrote that song and I actually interviewed someone who was very candid and transparent about their experiences and their depression another fellow uh, male friend and I was like wow bro I almost started crying because I, I didn't know that you were going through this and he was being open about it and he was being expressive and I didn't see him as a as a weak man I, I thought that was very uh, honoring um for him to come out and, and and speak on that you know on a public platform so I, I just and plus I went to a men's breakfast a couple of weeks ago and we were all in a state of being vulnerable and and and, and, and you know and holding each other accountable you know not to blame or not to call each other out but if you go all the way back to you know, Adam and Eve, Adam was not holding himself accountable for partaking of sin. He blamed this woman that God gave him and he never reflected upon himself and said, hey, I shouldn't have done that, you know. So, um, but yeah, that's the main reason I wrote that song, um, because I wanted I wanted people to, um, especially men, to to know that like even. In general, if you need someone to speak to or talk to, let me know. That's what I'm here. Uh, and I actually created a uh, Facebook event <laughs> where no one showed up, which didn't surprise me, but I wanted to open that up. It was titled Where Yet. It was at Farmhouse, which is um, a restaurant down here that specializes in really good burgers. Um, not just burgers, but home, home uh, grown burgers where they, they make sure that they... Um, that the food that they present is healthy for you because they feed the food healthy ingredients um but it's a place that i love going actually got food from there yesterday for my, me and my fiance for valentine's day and uh it was awesome always awesome always good um but i wanted to meet up there and have conversations with people who are willing to share or listen and I just wanted to create that opportunity, that space, in an, in an environment that was welcoming and chill. And not only that, we can get something good to eat. So um, I'm constantly want to put myself in um, in a space where people can be themselves and express themselves without, you know, keyboard warriors trying to chew them out. Um, which is uh, many reasons why I'm not really. A huge fan of being on social media all day um, because sometimes it can just could be a little bit a little bit draining as a human being so 
yeah um that song where you at it's one of my absolute absolute favorites um the next one is uh alteration um this one actually comes from um i'm not sure if y'all remember this uh back in 1996 there was a group a group rap group from the south called crucial crucial conflict um the song is smoking on hay um, from their album uh the final tick and this came a tick as in t-i-c uh, came out in 1996. Causes social corruption. I'm not here to change your mind, but to explain my plan to grind. Bought a plan of so my cousins and I, we used to like take a um, a karaoke machine, put a tape in it that had you know the instrumental. You remember they used to have the cassette tapes of the singles, and then they would have the instrumental on the back. Uh, we would put the cassette in, and then we would put another cassette to record that cassette tape and voiceovers and we had a jack for the microphone so and even if we didn't the recorder would actually record our voice over it was it was so bootleg but it worked we had fun but one of the tracks that came out in in you know almost mid 90s was smoking on hay and it just had this southern <laughs> it just had this southern like deep south feel to it and it was just the kind of music that you just jump around to right so I, I I was writing about um, just what I was going through in life, and I always wanted to write to that track because it's it's um it's very hype, and um I just really really enjoyed it, so I started writing to it, and um, I'm trying to find it. And it may take a while, but it was indeed one of my favorites. I was actually in um, Old Navy when I first started writing to it. I think my fiance and I were just trying on clothes, and um, really, I really enjoyed it. So, but it was it was definitely. Definitely one of my favorites. Have you ever felt so knocked down it's difficult for you to stand up? Yeah. You go to church, everybody happy when it's time to praise you can put your hands up. Yeah. Can't do it, homie. Praise him in the middle. Man. What if my middle was in the middle of the fourth court? Wow. Battling cussing for quality time. Fed up. Tied like I'm playing ball full court. Full court. Pressed down. Turned around. Shaking up. Stir well. Still feel the same, homie. Man. In the morning, I was praying on my knees. Participating small groups, but I'm still lonely. Can't do it, homie. 
Uh, it's called Can't Do It Homie. Um, this is actually a track where I sampled a piece from uh, the animated film Prince of Egypt uh, that came out in 1998. One of my favorite films. Very hard for me to watch without crying because it hits home in so many levels. Of course, the Prince of Egypt is about the story of Moses. Uh, he, he was called to free the children of Israel. Uh, he hesitated, was gone for like 40 years, had a family, everything. And God called him back to Egypt to deliver um, his people. Um, there's a lot of the, uh, the score in this in this movie is very heartfelt very good um but I, I took this song and i wanted to i was right it was during a time where i wasn't attending church as often as i should have um but i was fed up with um the stereotypical atmosphere and you know some people who were in church to me made it look so easy to be joyful and to and to be thankful and in my life i just felt like everything was just bleh, you know <laughs> and i was like i basically saying i don't feel like praising them you know the pastor would egg you on and and you know have this burst of energy and just trying to rev you up and i'm like i, I don't feel it right now and that's that's real that's real man and i was i felt bad for feeling that way but it's legit you know i'm not the only one i've come across a lot of people that have experienced that that lack that lackluster you know and um and man i just i was like goodness i just i'm one of those people that everybody's standing up in the in the pews and i'm just sitting there or i'm standing there and i just don't feel like moving um that song i really enjoyed it i was able to speed up a, the sample from um um the Prince of Egypt and I'm trying to figure out that exact song it was uh, Through Heaven's Eyes oh one of my favorite songs um, but yeah it was I enjoyed it man and um, I was <laughs> sorry I'm trying to look forward but um it was it was one of my favorite tracks and i was just being honest there was this song called uh praise him and praise him in the middle by isaac curry and um i was i remember working at this job i didn't want to be at and i remember he said praise him in the break room and i used to sit in the break room for like 15 minutes when doing my 15 minute break or my 30 minute lunch break and i was like man i'm not I'm not feeling this and I was like how can I praise him in the middle of all this when I just doesn't feel good um, but anyway um, I guess I'll uh, read something that I wrote um, something from the um, actual track uh, it says like half the man that I should be I have a brain and a heart call me cyborg my conviction got me all choked up I feel the cry in my throat like a thyroid in this world because i'm black i'm a target if i'm suspect face to the ground if i'm driving brother brother always nervous sweating like michael vick working at the dog pound and i was basically just just writing different scenarios where it's very difficult it, i can find it difficult for a person to praise god in the middle of all this so but yeah those um 
that was I think that was my favorite because I didn't have to use anybody else's music. I did use a sample from a well-known movie, um, but I think that's the beautiful thing about creating is taking something that somebody already has and just adding a twist to it. You know, I think the Bible says there's nothing new under the sun. And there are a lot of things that we're doing uh, that can date back years, decades. But because of our own experience and our own perspectives, it just has different tastes to it. Um, But yeah, that's 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 why I entitled this The Crook Book. As a musical artist, I take a lot of instruments, instrumentals that have already been used. Um, and fortunately, thanks to YouTube, I'm able to find them. I can write to them because not only are they familiar, but I enjoy them. I mean, actually, it's my nod to these uh, producers who produce some awesome tracks, as well as the artists who wrote to them as well. Not to say what I wrote was better, uh, but it's just I wanted to take a different route. So, but yeah, this is this the episode is titled uh, "The Crook Book." Um, C R O O K. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, I enjoy writing these songs and putting them together. Um, sometimes I would think of a song on Monday and try to have it recorded on Friday because I just need to, I want to get it out. You know, I need to get it down. So, um, but anyway, if you are listening to this, this will be premiering on February 22nd on the day of the book release. Um, if you um, have two hours to spare, come through. Um, it's going to be some poetry reading from fellow poets going to be an open mic session i will be reading from the book resignation and it will be a book signing i have 13 copies on site uh, for those of you who want an official copy at that moment um, you can either pay by cash um, pay by paypal or um or cash app uh, whatever's convenient for you so um but even if you want to pre-order you like you have a, a week to hopefully to get it you can order it um, well, it, probably by the time you hear this, it'll probably be too late. So, uh, but you can still order it online if you want to get a copy uh, other than receiving one at the actual book signing. So, um, you all have a wonderful day. Um, this is the latest episode of the glory in our stories and it's titled the crook book. Yo, thank you for listening. Tune in next time for the latest episode of the glory in our stories. <laughs>